This is Pursuing Wholeness. I apologize if you hear any stuff. It's like my pop filter is is um not wanting to stay. I don't know why it's like this, but anyhow, um, thank you guys for joining us. If you're listening, you know it's um you know it's a process of kind of getting back consistent. You know, but it's all good. You know, as um as our pastor at church says, life be life, and um you know we just trying to um, do what we can and, and be reasonable and not be obligated, you know, to just kind of like be all, you know, on the, on the tight schedule because, you know, not really like that right now. So it's all good. Um, but anyhow, what's, what's, um, so, so what's going on with you? What's going on with me? Um, I was not prepared for that answer or that question. Hmm. Um, you know, I am in a place of life where I realize that most of the things that I've wanted that I don't have is because of me. And so I am just every day trying to get out of my own head and take steps toward the life I desire um, and just stay on the path. That's kind of where I am, just wanting to get to where I can stay on that path and not shrink back and turn around and stop and be like, oh, this is not working and change gears before I even finish out the initial plan. Um, It's kind of like a weird place that I'm in because, you know, we've been doing a lot of mindset and um, just opening up our own mindsets about how we view life and how we approach life and in doing so you kind of know the truth and then you can see yourself operating in a way that's inconsistent with the truth and so it's kind of painful because like before you just were in that place of just not walking in consistency with the truth but it didn't really hurt because you didn't really realize how outside of things you were Mm -hmm. but then once you start to see how life really works and you see, despite knowing how life works, I'm still doing the same stuff. Then it's kind of painful mm-hmm. because you really know what's going on now. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on with me. I know it's probably a little too deep mm-hmm. <laughs> in response, but if I'm honest, that's kind of where I am. Just trying to find that place where I want to be and realizing that I'm the one that's getting in the way of that. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah, the last thing you said was kind of like the first thing you said. It kind of reminded me of um, um, a friend of mine, um, you know, Rico. He used to say on one of his songs, ain't nobody yet that can stop me. Can't nobody stop me. Ain't nobody yet that can stop me. Um, and then he went on to say, the only one that stopped me, the only one is me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yeah. That's true. But, yeah, um, I don't know, it's just a, a very interesting time in life, you know, for me. 
I mean, not like this is any surprise to you because we, I think we talk pretty often, but, you know, it's a very interesting time, you know, very, um, it's been some in- interesting challenges, you know, kind of pushing um, folks out of their comfort zone a bit and causing folks to face stuff and, and um you folks hmm? you're the folks yeah you and me oh are the folks us folk right but pushing i just say since you asked me pushing me out of my comfort zone and it's like really making me kind of see more of um what's in what's in me in a sense and, and then also just taking life a, a lot more seriously and then also i just really been faced a lot with an understanding that I guess it just seems like life has kind of opened up in the sense, in the sense of you don't, un, you still don't understand everything that's going on. Of course, I don't, that's not really, I don't think, possible. But you kind of, you know, you have a uh, enhanced kind of view of life. It's like, oh, okay, see, so you know, you you go throughout life and you be thinking, you be thinking, you know, and then you just kind of realize more and more like what you don't know, and you realize why. You know, you kind of understand why some things happened in life before, why some people maybe have had certain life experiences. And I don't know. I'm just kind of being real nebulous and, you know, what you know, all that kind of stuff, because I'm trying not to go into the topic before we go into the topic. But just kind of like kind of like a lot of um, challenge, but a lot of anticipation, too, because it seems like kind of getting some more nuggets about some more insights into like what's available and what life is kind of like the point of some of this stuff, the point of some other parts of life that you didn't realize you didn't understand. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a, it's an interesting journey and you wonder like how many people have been here before. Cause you kind of like you going through your life and you see other people going through theirs and then you get to a place where you're like, hold up. I'm realizing that there's something going on here that I didn't realize was going on before. And you realize you're not the first <laughs> to mm-hmm. see that. So it's like, um, right. Like, does this come for everybody at some point in life? Or mm-hmm. um, why didn't nobody tell me? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like somebody, somebody knew somebody around me kind of already had this type of insight. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I didn't. I was around them, and I didn't. And now I'm like, because I felt that way too. And you kind of realize that some of the things you heard people say in the past or do is like they probably already understood this. That I'm just kind of coming to understand. I need to kind of like talk to this person or something. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where were they at? Where are they at now? Right. You know. So, mm-hmm. and just kind of interesting i guess you know in church we call it uh revelation um getting revelation or as um pastor johnson said illumination you know mm-hmm. kind of having stuff open up to you that was kind of there in plain sight but you just didn't really have the eyes to see it then or the ears to hear it then right and you kind of feel like people say it and i almost feel like we sound like that just people kind of talk around it but they don't say it directly and i feel like we sound like that right now yeah we do we do and i I mean it's just one of those things that you can't really say it directly because it is what it is 
and it's hard to like say what it is because it just is mm-hmm. um but once you get it you start to be like oh wow mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. wow so it's like you know leading into what we're talking about today i guess um that you know thinking about what we're talking about now where we used to look at life one way mm-hmm. and then one day we started to get uh, an understanding about life that was different and so we started looking at life from a different perspective perspective <laughs> so that's our topic for today perspective and how perspective influences the way we live life mm-hmm. and sean was supposed to introduce the topic and I just, I guess, did it. I mean, you chose to, you, you know, <laughs> it's all, you know, it's all good. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, um, one thing that comes to my mind when we talk about perspective is, you know, if, if anybody who's listening is a fan of Kendrick Lamar, I am. And, um, personally think that he's, you know, probably the best one to, you know, the best rapper right now. Like I was like, Sean about to say he's the GOAT. No, no, I'm not gonna say well, that. I, I mean, he's, he's, but he's no, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I can really rate people like that, but he's definitely like one of my top favorites, very high. But anyhow, at the beginning of a song on his most recent album, a song called "The Heart," um, part five, he's talking and he says, "As I get a little older, I realize that life is perspective," and um, you know. When I heard that before, I was just kind of like, I didn't really know what he meant, you know, because Kendrick Lamar is kind of like a very introspective kind of rapper who kind of talks about kind of deep concepts a lot of times. So a lot of times you don't really understand fully what he's talking about until you listen to a song several different times, you know. But anyhow, you know, Veronica and I have kind of been like she said, on uh, on a lot of mindset stuff and and faith, you know, um, and one the one thing is something what what Kendrick Lamar said kind of clicked um, to me just recently based on a lot of what we've been talking about and hearing and whatnot, and and basically what I mean is like just like how Veronica introduced it, perspective perspective is essentially just the way that. Like a person's point of view. That's what it is. Yeah, the way you see things. Right, it's the way that you see things. And I think that I have for sure taken for granted that I see things a certain way and other people might see things a different way. And that is the reason that we get different experiences in life and not because of some sort of um not because of any sort of what am I trying to say special thing about a person so to speak it's a lot of times it's because simply the way that I approach the world the way I see the world is different in the way another person does you know and so you know I even think for example about um, you know, you grow up, you know, going to school, going to college and you're in college and you're in there with all these other people who, you know, are, are comparable to you in their abilities. And you see some other people though, who are like, just like 
effortlessly seemingly doing very well and they actually seem to like the subject matter mm -hmm. <laughs> you know whereas me when i was in engineering school you know it's the subject matter in and of itself it was okay but i did not look at that stuff as kind of like something that was like keen interest it was more more of kind of like making sure i understood it so I get the grade, but it's people in in your classes who are taking who are doing internships and who are talking back and forth with the professor about deeper aspects of the material. It's like, what planet are they on? <laughs> you know, like who who really cares like that? Mm -hmm. You know, and um, but you think about it, it's like the way that they see the way they saw the subject was totally different than me. And I did okay, but it's like, it wasn't because they were like, I felt like they were like, yeah, that's somebody who real smart right there, mm -hmm. you know? But it's like the way that they saw the subject matter was totally different than me. It was very interesting to them. Mm -hmm. And so their whole kind of approach was different. They probably really wanted to learn about circuits or wanted to learn about microprocessors, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever it was we were talking about. And so their whole approach like they were wanting to go and study more and learn more about these different type of things where i was like getting the grades or, or just trying to you know get through mm -hmm. and um it seems kind of like a duh type of thing but it's like the more the, like in recent days i've just kind of realized it's not it ain't at all like a duh kind of thing it's like it's that's everything right there your perspective on life is everything yeah. And it makes a huge impact on the way that you think about and approach and what you get out of just all of um life. Right, right. That's true. I mean, because even thinking about the school perspective and the education perspective, mm -hmm. we were groomed in a way to approach school as a way to get you to somewhere else. Like you go to school, you get good grades so you can go to college. When you're in college, you try to get good grades. You really just try to pass the class sometimes because it's just like that because you at that point and your goal is to get a good job. But like some people, some way or another, they they saw learning as the end. Mm -hmm. Like they, of course, they weren't thinking like I'm just going to school just to learn and I don't really care if I get a good job. Like they probably still thought about that, but they went to school to learn. Like that's something that um we even, you know, as kids. You know, you might be in trouble. I know sometimes I might get in trouble mm -hmm. at school for talking. Mm -hmm. and, you know, my parents might say, we sent you to school to learn. Mm -hmm. We didn't send you to school to talk. Mm -hmm. And you know that you went to school to learn, but for some reason you didn't think about learning. You thought, I'm here to pass a test and get good grades. Mm -hmm. And so I have to use that so that I can go and get a, a, a good job. But it's like, we actually are going to school to learn about stuff and, and just enjoy learning for what it is. And I think sometimes now, the way that our curriculum and standards is set up, it does kind of take the joy out of learning because you're just like, okay, I got to take these tests. I got to do this. I got to do that. When really the purpose of school is to help broaden your perspective and teach you how to think about things differently and mm -hmm. how to how to critically think and how to gather information. And so some people, maybe it's because they were raised a certain way, 
Like I know that um, the way that we raise our our children, especially our oldest, homeschooling and just kind of like taking grades out of the picture. It wasn't really about grades all the time. No, sometimes you'd be like, <laughs> put that red pen on that paper. No, shoot. <laughs> for what? I don't know. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but anyways, like for the most part, like even if she had grades, then she didn't really understand the bigger picture because we didn't turn the grades into nothing. There was no grade at the end of the school year. She was just learning. And I think that being in a place where you go to learn, then you don't think about all the other stuff. Like you just like, why else would, why wouldn't I get into the material? Because I'm here to learn. Right. I'm here to engage with the material. There's no other purpose for me to be here, but to engage with the material. Right. And that's a perspective thing that I think happens subtly. Like you don't realize that you could be incentivizing a child to go to school, to make grades based on the communications like if we change it we say hey when you go to school you need to suck up everything you can and you need to just have fun have fun with it don't take the pressure off then that's going to cause you to have a different approach mm-hmm. to the education and it's going to ha- cause you to to come out with something different mm-hmm. and i think it's like that with so much in life like um we the things we incentivize a lot of times shapes our perspective Mm -hmm. and then we end up going a particular way for reasons that sometimes we don't, we're not really aware of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then you kind of turn around in times like this, you know, many years later for us and it's kind of like, Oh man! Yeah, I missed it. Yeah, yeah, I missed it. It's like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in my thirties, like in my thirties now. It ain't, ain't no going back. You know, it's like what if I had, you know, what if I had had this understanding back then? You know, like I even kind of think about, you know, so, you know, of course, no, no secret to you, of course, but for the listening audience, you know, I help coach our daughter's uh, track team and. um and you look and see, you know, you know, a decent amount of the, the athletes have like some real potential, mm-hmm. you know, and you see some of them have potential and they have a certain type of mindset. And it's like, I know, I mean, I was a, I was a pretty competitive kid. Like I didn't, I wasn't one to like really give up, and I was my 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 skills, my athleticism was decent. I was never the best, but I was never the worst. I was like somewhere in the middle. I would like to say, kind of more toward the upper middle. That I would like to believe that. But anyhow, my point, <laughs> right? But my point more so is that um, I just realized that a certain type of mindset I didn't have. I didn't have it, but then you kind of look and see that other kids kind of have a certain type of mindset, a certain type of drive that I maybe I, I maybe had like a very small semblance of the ingredients, but it's just that I stopped at a certain point. And there was is something about my the way that I, I kind of view myself or just that type of that type of activity. 
or whatever. I kind of had my own limits that I put on myself, especially like when I was running track, for example, in high school. It's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm just not going to do that. But then I see kids who are actually practicing on their own, who are much younger than I was when I was running track. And they're practicing on their own on the weekends and stuff like that. I didn't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. And they're like, their parents reluctantly have to go out with them right, to right. practice. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's just different. Perspective, man. It's like, but they, they have a certain kind of view of like, I want to win. I want to, I what I do can cause me to improve. So I should want to go out and do this, that, and the other. I kind of knew that, but I still was like, uh, you know, it's all good, man. I get to practice in it at practice, mm-hmm. you know. And doing the bare minimum, mm-hmm. cheating when you're <laughs> supposed to be running a certain distance, finding a way to run a shorter distance, and it's all that stuff. Like, you just com- completely missed it. Mm-hmm. You're like, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, I just... Why? What's the point of going out there if you're not gonna go do your best? Mm-hmm. But some reason, some something like kind of dropped off, and um, but at the same time, there are a lot of ways in which we see that the way that our parents taught us did help us to approach life a certain way. Right. It's like there's just certain ways that I know for in my household we weren't even allowed to think certain ways. So it just didn't factor right. in when we became adults. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of, and it had little things here and there. I know like um, my mom would make me, after I got to a certain age, she would make me schedule my own doctor's appointments. And I always had to call this person and call that person. And I used to hate it. Like, mom, why I got to call them? I don't, I don't know what to say. Yourself. I don't know what to say. Give, She's just like, say what you need to say. Mm-hmm. And and that taught me to to just just ask for what you need instead of always being hesitant to go and ask for things or handle business. Like I knew how to handle business before I left the house because my mom would make me schedule my appointments. She would um she taught us how to answer the phone mm-hmm. from a very young age. And, and you don't even realize that everybody didn't get these lessons, but mm-hmm. we, when when people called our house, I mean, I don't know how old we were, but we were very young, and it's like, hello, then they say, um, "Maspy to so and so, yes, um, hold one moment, please," or, mm-hmm. um, she's she's, she's not available, not right, available right. Oh, we say that she's not available right now. Man, mm-hmm. take a message. Man, take a message. Yeah, yeah, we say that all the time mm-hmm. yeah, we from a young age, you know, but. My mom did work for the phone company, so maybe that was part of it. But we always had to, like, answer the phone a certain way. And when we called other people's houses, we had to say, hello, Mr. So-and-so, hello, Mrs. So-and-so, or hi, I'm Veronica. May I speak to so-and-so, please? Okay, thank you. It's like every time we had to do that. And so you just kind of came into the world operating that way. And so as an adult... Answering the phone is nothing. You know, mm-hmm. as, as soon as I started doing my business or even before, hi, this is Veronica. How may I help you? Like, um, you just already knew how to do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's, it's because you, we were taught. Mm-hmm. It was something that um, parents just made sure you knew. 
And then you get out in the world and realize everybody didn't get that training, and you can't even blame them. Right. Like, that's where would the they have gotten it from? I mean, some, that, that, to an extent, that's true. Then to another extent, we have to get to a point in life where we realize that this is where I want to go. Right. And the way that I'm doing is not going to get me there. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, like, train yourself. Mm-hmm to do it you have to change your perspective you have to understand that perspective is something that can be changed right right yeah because people that's just how i am it's like that's your choice (laughs) right you you control how you are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't mean that ain't ain't nobody denying the difficulty of right it's hard of that it is hard but it's totally possible you know in um in the um uh, what they call it, neurological science world, you know, they talk about neuroplasticity, which is essentially the ability of your brain to con- create new connections and and stuff like that. You know, it kind of has to do in a more practical sense with the ability for your brain, for your brain to actually change, for you to change your, the way that you think. Right. You know, and, um, and yeah, you know, some of what you were talking about was making me think about how, uh, you, you know, like when I was in school, and um, you know, back in the days, when people would call me a nerd and all this kind of stuff. And um, by the time you know it's about graduation time, folks were like Sean, like how how you do it, man? And I always kind of be like, you know, I mean, you know, I, don't, I didn't do anything that, you know, I just just did my work. You know, like you you could do this kind of stuff too, mm-hmm. you know, because I really saw it that way. But kind of like what you were saying. It wasn't like other people maybe not necessarily performing the best in school. It wasn't because they weren't able to. It's just because they weren't able to see it as much because of whatever their circumstances were. But like you said, it's the exact same way, for example, like with us being entrepreneurs and looking to um, own businesses that are very um, impactful and successful. You look and see other people doing these you know, having these levels of impact and income that are like, wow, man, like how are they doing that? Like how are they, mm-hmm. how are they doing it? But it's the same thing. It's just, this is what's possible, but you need to look at the world differently than the way that you look at it right now. Right. But, and that's kind of, that's kind of it. You know, it's, it's not like a snap your fingers kind of thing, but it's, it's very much just that like, the only reason that this person did is, you know, they're still human like you are. But the reason that they were able to do this is because they were able to view themselves differently and view the world differently to kind of see life differently. And, and, and um, the way that I can't remember who it was, it might have been some of that Earl Nightingale stuff. Um, but even I remember um, we were hearing some stuff similar, you know, like in 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 um, church, like literally you see the world a certain type of way and it's almost kind of like the world kind of opens up to you a bit you begin to you see things that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have normally seen because you didn't really have the eyes to see them before right and it's something that you have to constantly work at because i know with some stuff with my business i like push through a certain way and then get a certain outcome that i never thought was possible but then if you don't like keep pushing, next thing you know, you find yourself right back where you were. And it's like, how did I 
get back here. Like I was there. I was mm-hmm. there. And, and it's like it's something where you have to keep going at it. And it just makes me think about um a few scriptures, you know, like um don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. And when we hear that a lot of times, um, and I feel like I've said this on here before, but it can't be over overstated that when we read that, we read it in such a biblical way. We think, oh, that means that I shouldn't sin like the world does, or I shouldn't do bad things like the world does. I have to change my, renew my mind. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's that, but it's beyond that. It's saying that there's a certain way that the majority of people are operating in the world, and you're not supposed to do that. You can be transformed, you can be changed, your perspective can be changed by renewing your mind. We renew our own minds. Mm -hmm. We make them new over and over and over and over again. And I think about, um, I think it was Paul who said, I crucify myself daily or I die daily. That Mm -hmm. is the kind of stuff like you, you're every day, you're like, I have to do this. Like it might be making sales calls, making calls, checking in on people um, to like see if you can help them with something else. You have to do that every day and it's painful because you get rejected. Sometimes you don't get a sale. Sometimes the person is, you know, even aggressive, but you have to like every day go at it, go at it, (laughs) go at it. That's right. And it's like, crap. Sometimes you wake up and it's like, again? Mm Mm-hmm. But you just gotta Back keep nabbit. doing it. Back nabbit. Every you just gotta go at it. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Get back up. Boom. Get back up. Boom. I'm tired. Get back up. Boom. And that's what it takes to it get is. to where you want to go in mm-hmm. life. And I think one of the perspective changes that I had is that it really is hard. Like it's it's hard, but it's not hard. And mm-hmm. hard is not the right word for it. But it takes work and intention. Because mm-hmm. um, I think about how um, you know you wake up every day and it's like, okay, I gotta go at it as if yesterday didn't even exist. Like you can't be like, well, yesterday I did good. You gotta go at it today, right? <laughs> With that same tenacity. Because if you don't do it every day, then you're gonna fall behind. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of. Because when, when you're working in um, a traditional sense where you're um, basically you just have to like meet your target. So you're supposed to come to work and um, draft this document and do this and do that. You do it and you're successful. But when you're in business for yourself, doing good work is not all it takes. It takes like kind of pushing through stuff and and, mm-hmm. and like if you have a mindset of I'm going to make good grades or I'm going to get a good mark on my performance evaluation, that doesn't work in business. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> that's it, real it hard. Is, it is. It is. I remember, you know, being an engineer early in my engineering career and, you know, working for the government, but we worked beside government contractors and, you know, in conversations with them, I learned quickly that the world that they were in was very different than ours. Mm. And we kind of like 
we did work. And um, I mean, I kind of had like a maybe a little bit more drive than average because I was like this young engineer and I was seeking to be an engineer and do engineering things and wasn't really getting engineering opportunities. So I was kind of hungry, you know, but like the contractors, they were the main ones doing the, the work that we were all supposed to be doing. They were the main ones and they had to meet, they had to like for sure, like put in work. Like mm-hmm. if they, if they, it, like their jobs really depended on it, mm-hmm. you know, whereas in the government, you know, it's kind of hard to, kind of hard to get fired. You know, it's hard to like, you you know, you can pretty much go there and, and drink coffee all day. You know, at least, you know, I mean, just about, I'll put it that way, <laughs> just about, you know, and go and have long conversations and stuff. But anyway, um, you know, it's a different world. It's a very, a very different world. Um, and you're just really being pushed kind of a little bit more to your limits to kind of like see what's on the inside of you or whatever. But we, you know, most of us is kind of like, you know, we had the credentials and stuff, so we got a job. It was kind of comfortable, so we got conditioned to kind of sit back and just draw a check and get some work done. If you if you do more, then, you know, it didn't really take much more mm-hmm. to, like, actually get good marks where you get you maybe a little bonus here and there, get a pat on the back or something like that. But, like, just not really much of an incentive to, like, to to go further, you know, and to kind of really see what's on the inside of you. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's something else I was wanting to say kind of related to that. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's just, just the way, the way that you, the way that you, you, you look at things and the way, the way that you're, you're challenged and the way that stuff is pulled from you, like there, there's a big, big, big difference in the way that you, in what you get out of life depending on how you're challenged or how you see things, how you view things. Gosh, there was something else. I'm trying to like pull it up, but it's, it's just kind of like just behind the, just behind the rock. Gosh, I can't remember what it was. Um, but it's something having to do with my, my, my engineering stuff as well. Um, but, but anyhow, anyhow, yeah. So like, the main thing that we've been thinking about a lot is like just the changing of the perspective. Yeah. Okay. So like again, Oh yeah. So here, here's the thing. One thing I realized is that I've, like, I've kind of already known that, um, you know, you can kind of change the way that you view something to kind of start to get like different results that you want. And that's mainly in like the health and fitness world. Cause I've done it before, you know, like how, I was one who I always exercised and stuff like that, but I wasn't really getting the type of results I wanted. You know, just kind of I would write an exercise program for myself and then do it for a week and then change it and then change it a week later and then change it a week later and, you know, read this, change it, read this, change it. And then finally one day I was like, man, I ain't growing no muscle. I ain't doing none of this stuff I want to do. And um, I'm just going to just do this routine, the same thing over and over again. It goes against all the wisdom or what I think is wisdom in the magazines, the bodybuilding magazines and whatnot. I'm just going to do the same thing over and over again. I'm t- I got to stop writing workout routines because <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it too much. And then, um, 
lo and behold, I remember one day just kind of looking in the mirror and I saw like some extra arm cuts. Oh, whatever was like, oh, hold on a second. Like, I haven't seen this like this before. Like, hold on. And it was like, you know, because I, I changed my approach a bit, I saw results like for the, for the first time, like for real, for real. And it wasn't something that I had to kind of look for. Like, well, I think, I mean, I think just because I've been doing this, that I just think that I have results. Like, no, I saw it, mm. you know. And so I've known that. But in, in my in, in exercise and stuff like that, that kind of stuff comes a little easier for me because I was always exposed to it anyway. But it's like some of this other stuff having to do with, for example, employment and, you know, business and whatnot. It's kind of more of a foreign type of thing for me. And so I didn't readily kind of tie in the importance of perspective into those things. It's kind of like you just you just try something and just kind of hope it works, mm-hmm. you know. And then the people who are successful, they just kind of like they already they're just like they're blessed with a <clears throat> with a special gift, right? You know, the Musks and the the um, the Bezoses and, and all of them. They just they just have a gift that is just kind of something that just kind of comes every few millennia. Yeah. And, you know, and um but it's 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 not really that. Now, they may have been blessed with the opportunity to have things to shape their minds certain type of ways in earlier phases of their life. You know, like for example, the whole thing with Bill Gates having access to um you know, computers and stuff the way that he did and when the average person his age around that time would you know what's a computer right so you know but 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 you still can't really look so much into what well, they had such and such and such and such you know because that's kind of like not the point the point more so is you can get so hung up on like what somebody else had that you still don't realize that you can change your perspective now yeah i mean it's like I mean, I don't know, was Bill Gates the only kid who had access to computers like that? Like, he might have been, he might have had that opportunity that other people didn't have, but that doesn't mean that everybody who had that opportunity succeeded. And it's Mm -hmm. like that with everything, you know, especially a lot of times people like us who are raised a certain way, you know, we kind of raised middle class and had access to certain education and whatever. It's like we kind of are passive and and lazy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you're used to things being a certain way. Whereas someone who may have been raised in circumstances where you had to be a little more scrappy and you didn't have things guaranteed. Like I never thought I wouldn't be able to go to college. And it's like, I, I didn't really, it wasn't because we were just so wealthy that the money was just lying around and I knew it was paid for. It's just, it was never anything told to me that, oh, well, you might not be able to go to college if you don't have the money. I didn't know that was an option. Me I, I later, <laughs> when I was applying, I was like, oh, it costs money to go to college. But when I was younger, I didn't know that. Right. And so you didn't even think, like, I might not be able to go. It was just like, go to high school, go to college. And again, like, I wasn't raised in um, circumstances where college was just all around me. Or even in high school, like, it wasn't the best high school according to what people would say but just somehow the conversation was always high school and college just like middle school and high school it wasn't a question Mm -hmm. but for some folks 
they had this it's on me if mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to college, it's on me, mm-hmm. and so they had that scrappiness about them. Mm-hmm. But everybody has something like we could even say, "Well, we were raised middle class, so we didn't have to fight like that." And so it, it caused us to not be people who have that tenacity. We could say that, mm-hmm. but that's an excuse because mm-hmm. we we have something we want, we have stuff we want, we have a way of life we want, and the way you get it, there's a path. And you either go for it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you realize that, okay, I want to go for it. I want to go this way. And so it's going to take me doing stuff differently than what I was accustomed to doing them. And then you, it's, it kind of reminds me of what you were talking about earlier, how as humans we have the ability to change the, mm-hmm. the, the things that are around us, especially now more than ever. Like we started listening to Earl Nightingale back in the day, you had to buy his tapes to to be able to hear his stuff. Now we can just go on YouTube and listen to whatever whatever we want to listen to. Mm-hmm. So you can you can say I'm in this place, but I want to change my circumstance. You can buy books, you can listen to podcasts, you can put yourself in different places. You can right, go around right. to people. You can go to a local school, local college that offers free classes. Like there's so many ways that you can put things around you Mm -hmm. to shape your mindset. And and if you don't do that, Mm -hmm. that's on you. It's not like anybody's like making it that you can't do it. It's on you. Cause there's Mm -hmm. these days, the opportunities are endless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's it's easy. It's easy. We, like you say, we kind of don't really have any excuse these days. We we have a lot of uh, ability to really change our, the way that we think you know, that we kind of minimize because it's common now, but I'm sure people, you know, ages ago be like, what? You can put stuff in your ears and be, you know, be listening to stuff. Just, just whenever, just whenever you want to and Mm -hmm. watch different type of things. It's kind of powerful. Yeah. So our perspective is the key. So how y'all going to change y'all's perspective? Mm -hmm. And just make sure that you keep that in mind that you can change your perspective. Yep.